Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Shoot 360 is an awesome facility right here in Memphis. So if you've got a young one in the fam, in the bam, bam, that loves basketball and they want to get better at it outside of practice hours, take them to Shoot360, get a membership. Very affordable. The technology is the same technology used by the Warriors, among many other NBA franchises. Get better at jump shooting. Get better at passing, dribbling. You'll notice a difference when you put the time in out at Shoot360 right here in Memphis. Yep, get them ready for the AAU season. It'll be coming up. Then you'll be ready for next school season. Get on there, in there all summer long. got basically unlimited access to all the state-of-the-art equipment. You can get as good as you want to get out there because they've got everything you need to do it. The training equipment, the development coaches, the weight training, literally your game, your body, all of it's going to be better going in and coming out of Shoot360. I'm here to tell you they got a bunch of great membership options and packages, one to fit every budget. So you just need to get your face in the place, get your son, daughter, niece, nephew in the place. They're going to absolutely fall in love. You're going to fall in love because you're not paying a ton. So future basketball training in Memphis. The future is now at Shoot360. Go see them at 85 Market Center Drive in Cairo. Every day around this time, we do the rundown. Let's go. Now, it's the rundown presented by Trippet Insurance. Trippet Insurance at 6462 Stage Road in Bartlett. Depend on your local insurance agent. Trippet Insurance at 901-365-1472. Online at TrippetAgency.com. The rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESP. First story. Memphis Grizzlies, certainly the story of the day. They fall last night, 122-112 to Dame time. Dame Lillard and the Trailblazers. Dame goes for 42, uh, scoring, uh, spoiling a 32-point, 12-assist, 9-rebound. You see they took that rebound away from Ja? Yeah. All eyes on the Grizz. Grizzlies outscored 38-22 to in the fourth quarter. You're not going to win many games doing that. They have struggled to close out games of late. We've talked at length here, sort of breaking it down in terms of what's wrong with this team. Continues to be one of the worst teams in the league in three-point shooting. 25th, I went and checked it. That, that whole thing about, well, eventually the shots are going to drop. When you've got these guys, I think we've got a pretty good sample size of what you've got from three this year. Uh, the thing is about you don't have much time to lick your wounds. You're going against the Cavs tonight. Nationally televised game on TNT. That's a 6.30 tip you can hear right here on 92.9 FM ESPN with a great Eric Hasseltine. Cavs are six-point favorites. That's because they got Donovan Mitchell back. Yep. Remember, you didn't, they didn't have him in that game that I believe you won by one point with the, on the Dylan Brooks block of, Gary, of Darius Garland yep. there at the, uh, the, at the buzzer to win that one. So Cleveland will certainly have revenge on the mind tonight, and they're 21-6 and six at home. So helps explain that six-point line tonight. Again, Cavaliers favored. Uh, go ahead. You were going to say yeah, something. Yeah, no, I was going to say I just think this is a god-awful spot for the Grizzlies. I think this is going to be 7 of 8. Um, I, I, when you think about that game in Memphis, uh, they really, really struggled with Mobley and Jared Allen, even with no Donovan Mitchell. And Steven Adams played in that game. 
Yeah, this is going to be seven of eight, I feel. Because um, your temptation is, oh, man, Grizz plus six, that's too many. As well as they played against the East, it should not be six. Just on, on, on paper, right? We just we're 17 and three against the East. Um, I just feel like this is baked in. I feel like this is a scheduled loss. One of those as these well, go. And the thing to watch, too, and I've been looking at it, is just how full strength will you be tonight? We already talked about Steven Adams being out, but is Jaron going to be out there? Is Bain going to be able to play on a back-to-back? He's been dealing, obviously, with a couple of injuries. But you saw Jaron go down, too, in that game and grab at his back of his thigh, hamstring area. I think it was on a jump ball play there. Now, he was able to get up, do the jump ball, looked fine for the most part, but you just wonder, again, on the second night of a back-to-back, how many of your guys are you going to have out there? How many, you know, and how many are you resting at this point? Mm-hmm. John made the point. I mean, Grizzlies have fattened up. They're 17-3 against the East, but like we said, this is, especially with having Donovan Mitchell back, I mean, this, this is one of the better teams in the league. So work cut out for the Grizzlies tonight. And listen, I mean, I, I know nobody wants to break it down like this, but I think it is worth revisiting here because you don't want to make a move based on the fact that you think you're super close if you're not as close as you think. And when you are have a losing record against the West and you're out of the top ten, you are the only team in the West with a losing record, these are the teams you're going to be playing in the playoffs, clearly there are some still some things, right, in terms of that need fixing things you've still got to figure, get figured out about this core, everything else. Jared is now doubtful, by the way. There it is. There it is. So, I, man, when he went down, I thought, yeah. you know what? That's probably him tomorrow night. He ain't playing in this back-to-back. Yep. Yep, that's a tough Anybody one. else? You got the whole list? It's just him. Okay. Um, well, it's good. You'll be good. You can have Bane well, on back-to-back. Danny, Danny Green's out. Yeah. But that expected, expected that. He wasn't playing back-to-back. So, Jaron is gonna, is doubtful with right uh, thigh soreness. So, yeah, this is going to be a feeding frenzy for the Cavs bigs. A scheduled loss. Grizzlies know what they're punting on this one. I mean, you're never punting when Ja plays, but realistically – Man, what do you have inside tonight Tillman besides and Tillman Santi. and Santi and, Brandy, and Clark? Yeah, but Ooh. that being all, yeah, that's just that's it's not a lot of offense, John. That's gonna be nasty, man. It's gonna be nasty. Yeah, I could see that number. Did that news injury news just come out? Yes, it came around two minutes ago. So I think see that's, that number going up. Yeah, I think it probably goes to what seven and a half, eight. Quite like, possibly. Jaren's probably worth a point and a half. Defensive player of the year. Yeah. I mean, and that, and like again, he's your only big man that you have on your roster. Um, yeah, so again, your grip on second is going to uh, loosen even further. You would think. I mean, maybe the Grizz is going there and 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 pull it off, but it's going to be they're they're very be, tough to do. Very, you know, big underdogs, and and the Cavs owe you right. They owe you from the one in Memphis without Donovan. Hundred percent. So, yeah, I mean, again, it's not about seven of eight or eight of nine or whatever. It's about do you feel comfortable with the the team that you've got. Um, regardless of, you know, what kind of swoon you're in the midst of. I don't know. We'll find out in, in, in a week. We'll find out in, in one week's time where they're at with it. Um, but anyway, yeah, Jaron Jackson is out, uh, or excuse me, doubtful, which will mean out by the time that game tips. Next story. Did you see Devontae Adams teasing folks on Twitter last night? I've heard about it, but tell me the details. Well, this is going to really make your day. I know you've been having a rough day ever tra- since you found out that 300 megabits per second just really wasn't it. Well, I had to reset. Yeah. I had to recalibrate. That's Apparently, I'm not going to be in hyperspace. Yeah. It's still very slow. So I have a gig, which is uh, 1,200 that's what, that's what I've been told by yeah. the, by, by Blackhaven. Yeah, so Bl- Blackhaven One says. One gig is 1,200 your, Mbps. Your, your 300 is cute with fiber. He said, but my 80, how poor am I? That I've been living on that had, 
I mean, I got twenty three devices hooked up to eighty nine Mbps. So how poor am I Bro. in there? How slow am I? Well, it's amazing we didn't even get this podcast out CJ of Cordova. Is living in the year two thousand eighteen on that iPad. Like that's how that's how far behind he is on the speed. Now I see why you changed the subject so quickly. Yeah, I thought it was you didn't want to talk about me and upgrading. No, no, no. But it's really. It was, sad. It, it was sad. It was sad to watch. You turned, you turned the topic out of disgust. Yeah, you like you thought. I really, you saw my face. I was really yeah, and I get feeling it. good about going from eighty nine to three hundred. Thought I'd be which cutting, you should, you should feel good. I'd be cutting edge like Penny and I L. You're like oh, able it only, to get, it what, it only able to get to whatever I 90 want. Ninety a month. <laughs> <laughs> but Blackhaven straightened me out first. Hey man, you know what you got to do, man. You know what you got to do. I don't want to go to 75 to 90. I'm on 43 now, and this will take me to 55. You got to get with the X. That's that's. The, I won't even say its name. You got to get with the X, no, bro. You're, you're with, yeah. Okay. Hey, call Bennett. Bennett can help you. Back to, don't get too sidetracked here. Back to Devontae Adams. Well, I, I again, I, I know you were having a tough day, but I'm about to brighten it up. <laughs> so Devontae Adams took questions on Twitter last night. He said, I got, I got time for 15. I like when guys do that. Yeah. And Devontae Adams is, 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 a, is a good personality. So yeah, you was, see that you know, the interview you did with that kid? Yeah, great dude. He is awesome. Great dude. Yeah. Um, and somebody asked him, which, uh, which neighborhood is Aaron Rodgers moving to in Las Vegas? And Devontae Adams responded to it. It's one of the 15. Wow. He said, mine. How about that? Now, clearly... This is just Devontae Adams having fun. But he did say he was going to have some say on the quarterback situation in Las Vegas. And, I mean, they with Brady retiring, they are running out of options. Here we go. There you are. Your next dream. This is a dream. It would be a dream. And you'd have to give up a lot to get it done, you would think. I mean, even if he restructures his contract, which he said on Pat McAfee he would be willing to do for the, you know, for the right trade. But – I mean, you have to give up some picks. Have to give up, you know, maybe a like Darren Waller type, something like that. Like something got to go right because y'all going to resign Josh Jacobs. You're going to bring in this money, even if it's restructured. That's paying a lot. We have a lot back in your running back. We have like sixty to seventy million dollars in cap space, so we have the money. Yeah, didn't realize that. Um, I I prefer this just as a fan to running it with Jared Stidham and and drafting a rookie. That's my view of it. Um, I don't know what because you're wasting Devontae. Yeah, you have too many players with, with in their offensive in prime to, you know, to do this with a with you know a, a steady or whatever the case may be. Now, if, I mean, Jalen Hurts was a rookie yet last year, and look at where he's taking that team now. But the but the Raiders are not even anywhere close to having that kind of a roster yet, especially defensively. So I just don't think it would go uh, incredibly well for that rookie. I mean, I, I mean, I do like C.J. Stroud. I came away with a much better opinion of him. After the uh, semifinal, I will say that. But um, Devontae Adams was 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 teasing. Do you think this is is? Do you think he would do that if he didn't think it was possible? Is the question. Do you think he would mess with it if he thought it was not happening, or would would not happen simply? I mean, you can't rule him out. Did you hear Aaron this week? Yeah, I hear him every week on Pat McAfee show. You don't tune in for it. You hear it. you hear it about later. it. Yeah. You get the clips. He's always like you know. Oh, I don't know. I don't, you know, I, whatever the team, we don't seem to be on the same page. You know, it's always the same stuff. Yeah, 
it's always like, well, they're doing stuff without me, and you know, I'll just have to see. Like, Man, shut your ass up. So that that's where I'm at with it. It right there. <laughs> you said they're doing stuff without me. Yes. But they're still waiting on a decision from you. Yes. Right on on retirement, whatever else. Are they not supposed to talk amongst themselves while they wait on you? Yes. That's what Aaron Rodgers does every week on Pat McAfee. He just goes on there. Like and it defies just, logic. His yeah. his argument there defies logic. It, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Of course they're going to talk amongst themselves when they're waiting on you to tell them something. They're just supposed to be quiet like little mice. That's mm-hmm. what. That's his power trip though. It, 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 I, I can't stand it. Trade him. Get about. Get him up out of there. Move on from him. He's yeah. held you hostage now the last few years. What's it gotten you? Yeah. Nothing. Um. Romeo Romeo Dobbs was on somebody with uh with Maggie and Perloff on um on CBS Sports Radio and he said he's never hung out with Aaron Rodgers outside the facility once. That's his receiver, of course. He's a loner. Is is he should he hang out with his receiver? He doesn't need to do that though. But you do need to have you do need to have preseason workouts with him when you're trying to Look, find an edge, and especially when that's as young and as new a, core, a receiving core as he has, that's common sense. He just thought, yeah, I can throw four MVPs at or whatever the heck it is, I'll be great, and whoever did. No, and it led off to the to the pathetic start they got off to. <laughs> Aaron is such a gruffy old bastard. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't he know said, if you want to do this, he said, bro. Because well, he's going to end up holding you he, hostage. He said, he said the things that I'm thinking about and doing and spending my time doing are a little probably different. Then the 21, 22-year-old, after after the day is done, I'm not going home to play video games all night on Twitch and all these different things young kids do, which is awesome. Let me tell you, once he hosted Jeopardy, it was over. Smarter than all of us, you'll never be able to pull him back down this to is, This is what Aaron said. This is what Aaron said. He said, I love Romeo. I enjoy playing with Romeo. I enjoy our conversations. I enjoy seeing his personality come out, but there's two types of leaders. There's leaders that want to be liked first and foremost and respected second. And there's leaders that want to be respected first and foremost and liked second. So just so you know, you don't have to worry about which leader Aaron is. He wants to be respected first, liked second. I'm surprised that man didn't just say feared. Just say feared, Aaron. Just say you want to be feared first. I'm telling you right now, that man going to finish his career with just one Super Bowl. Well, that's why he's not got to me. If you're, if I'm him, then I would definitely not want to go to the Jets because that's all you got is 21, 22-year-olds. I mean, they're promising, but Jets got a defense. Y'all don't. That's true. We got and Max it's a Crosby, top. Though. That's a top five defense. We got Crosby, man. Definitely top ten. Don't forget about him. They also have weapons. I know they're young, and he doesn't want to do preseason workouts. But mm-hmm. I like the Jets situation better than that poverty franchise. That's the Raiders. I, I don't disagree. even with Devontae there defensively. So we'll see. Uh, anyway, uh, Devontae Adams was was teasing it. Uh, on his Twitter last night, and I'll be honest, at this point, like that to me is the best possible outcome for the sorry Raiders. Next story. Have you, you, you talked about ESPN's big trades they want to see before this deadline that is a week away from today to get back to the NBA, the one on the Grizz. Now, you talked about a little bit of Chris Haynes' reporting. Uh, had you brought this up? Uh, Grizz go all in. The trade they want to see involving Toronto Raptors is Danny Green, Zaire Williams, three first-round picks. The Warriors 2024, the Grizz 2025, and Grizzlies 2027 to get OG. They want to see you go all in. Some of the other ones, and I'll get to what you think uh, about it, I think we know uh, in that three, it's the three first-round draft picks that are where John and I get a little hesitant on a deal. How about this one, though? They call it the Hollywood blockbuster. Lakers get Levine, Lonzo, Javante Green. Bulls get Russell Westbrook, Patrick Beverly, Max Christie, a 2027 first unprotected, and 2029 first unprotected. Would that make the Lakers, 
with Russell Westbrook going out, Zach Levine, Lonzo Ball, Javante Green coming in, would that make them formidable? Make them more formidable. I don't know. Like, if it would they win a title with Zach, LeBron, and Anthony Davis, essentially, I think they. And actually, Lonzo to bring it up, the whole Lonzo Chicago thing's crazy. But I, 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 guess, I guess if Lonzo's healthy, him, him actually bringing it up, doing a little something for you, I would say possibly. Because Zach Levine would Could give sh- a, Zach Levine would give them some scoring punch on the wing that they don't have outside of LeBron. It would like force Troy Brown to like not play anymore. Um, you know, Lonzo and 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 Dennis Schroeder and Pat Bev and you know Russ Will. I mean Russ Westbrook. I mean, it's the best they can do. It's the best that that team can do. But who who would be a part of the package for Levine? I'm assuming. I mean, who goes? Who's coming out? Yeah, Westbrook, Beverly, Max Christie, of two firsts. Yeah. 2027, 2029. Yeah, so, okay. So it would be an all-in move by Palenka yeah. to try to win a championship. I don't know that it gets you there. Yeah, no, it doesn't, but I don't think that. How, how good are you defensively? You, well, yeah. I mean, how good defensively are you now? I mean, that's that's what you have to that's what you have to measure it on. It's like, okay, here's what we are today. Here's what – if you have a chance to get Lonzo and, and Levine, I think you probably have to do it. Yeah, because we've seen we've got a forty we've got a half the season sample size with this group. Boy, after they win and LeBron leaves, they will have nothing, no assets, no, they won't. anything. That thing's going to be in the gutter for a it's long true. time. It, that's a fact, and that's probably why. And they've gone too far down this road. That's to, that's to, right. to turn back. That's probably. exactly right. Because even if you did nothing the rest of the way, you're still going to have no, you're still going to have nothing. So you might as well try your damnedest. I mean, you still got some picks. Yeah, you're but, giving up 27, 29 is a good bit of your future first rounders there, especially yeah, if you're going to be sorry. Okay, but if you're the Lakers, you still believe you can get guys in free agency. You still feel like we can convince people to come in free agency and we don't have to necessarily lean on the draft as much. LeBron going to end up being the thing that killed that franchise and kept it down for a good 10 years before we see it again. Oh, you yep. think? He got him one title, a bubble title, like we've talked about. One title is not enough for the Lakers. This is part of his legacy. Yeah, it, it will be another stain. Yeah, this is uh, no, I I don't know. I think um, I'm I'm very much not a, a, in favor of the uh, Ananobi trade for the Grizzlies if it's that price. I've made that pretty clear. Um, I just don't I don't think it is. I, I it's too soon. It's too soon to make the move. T H you know capital T. How good did the Suns get if they go through with this trade and get Pascal Siakam from Toronto? Four, and you'd be pulling something pretty good out or decent on some most nights, DeAndre Aiden, Dario Saric, mm-hmm. and some first-rounders. Does Pascal Siakam with Devin Booker and a Chris Paul that man, might be – he might be getting toward the end here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've watched him of late. Does that do anything for Phoenix? I mean, I think it's it's an upgrade. Yep, I do. Cause, I mean, Aiden, they don't use Aiden anyway. Yeah, and he hates it there. He absolutely can't stand it. So I think in that way, yes, it would it would be it would be an upgrade. Yeah, I these think. other moves aren't big enough to talk about, but the Grizzlies were among the ones in there getting OG. They had put in That's something we've been talking about for it feels like three weeks, mm-hmm. and we're gonna get to next week, and it's very good likelihood, high likelihood that nothing is going to happen. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. Jeff Cog is going to join us at 125. We'll talk to him about the Grizzlies, uh, what he thinks they should or should not do, and more. Jason and John. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is moving season, so if you're moving, you may not even know you need them, but you do. Call Black Tie Moving for all your moving needs. If you're thinking about relocating home, office, cross town, cross country, make sure you call my friends at Black Tie Moving. 316-6196 is the number. 316-6196. They have changed moving in the city of Memphis. When you're moving, you're not just moving things. You're moving pieces of your life. Black Tie gets it. They're licensed. They're bonded. They're insured. Their movers are professionally trained. They show up on time. They're on budget. Best in town. Call them now. 316-6196 is the number. Book your move now to book up fast. Moving season is here. Black Tie wants to take the tour of moving your things out of your hands and make it that much easier for you. Black Tie moving, change and moving in the city of Memphis. Call today. We are still, <clears throat> I don't know, a week and a half away from the Super Bowl. What Super Bowl is this one, Jason? Um, I think it's 57. Su- it's, it's Super Bowl Livy, right? Why do you keep saying Livy? Because that's what it looks like. Remember we said live was like a word, so now we have to go Livy. L-V-I-I. Okay. You know what I'm saying? There's no I in between L and I, so I have right, to take, that's I have to take some so liberties, bro. I mean, I, I can't, I, I'm sorry. I have to take Stop some liberties. Stop trying to force it. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, excuse me. Uh, there will be a game played Sunday, February 12th, 2023. And one of the things that I think is, is hovering over it is the, uh, the injuries. Um, we have our first practice update from the Kansas City Chiefs. None of their receivers practiced, who were, of course, previously injured. No Kadarius Toney. No McCall Hardman, no Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, so, <clears throat> I don't know if that... How about Kelsey? Kelsey's, back. Kelsey's good. Kelsey's good to go, brother. You don't need to worry about that, all right? You just calm that sweet head down over there. Kelsey's going to play for you. I think he's going to retire after the game, too, by the way, if he wins. What? He's 33. 
retire if he wins. Yeah. He could win another one next year. He's not going to do that. I don't know. He's too. He's at. He's at still you too realize, high a level in his career to retire next did year. Did you realize he was that old though? How about the contract? He does, he's not up for anything, is he? Probably got more money on the books. Let's look at that. I didn't have that uh, in front of me. Um, no, was that a dream, or did you read that somewhere that you didn't? It just came up out of you, out of nowhere. See, this is just made up. Yeah, it just, so it's just your what you think should happen. Yeah, what I well, you know, somebody always he's he is on the books until twenty twenty five. There you go. So maybe he finishes it out till then. Nobody okay. nobody leaves guaranteed money on the table, do they, Jason? Mm-mm. I mean, that'd be silly. And his wife's got to keep on living the way she's accustomed to. Yeah. That's a Marvin Gaye line you wouldn't know anything about. No, I would not. Um, but, uh, yes, in terms of the uh, in terms of the receivers, um, none of them practice. I am not going to overreact about this because uh, Mahomes completed a big pass to a gentleman named Marcus Kemp. Who? Exactly. Bro's name is Marcus Kemp, and I think he was on the practice squad. Okay. So, like, that's the that's what I truly – you know, just it, think he can win with anything out there. Well, Brady did. How for how many years did Brady do that? I mean, Brady's receivers didn't get good until the latter part of his career. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about his first few Super Bowls, that man was out there throwing Deion Branch and we got some Pattons out there. Pat David Patton and uh, yeah. uh, wasn't there, there was Troy Brown? They were heady though. I know, but so was Mahomes's. I mean, they'll they'll be heady too. I mean, I would, and I would consider Edelman among the greats because he was a great slot receiver. No, Edelman like, you're right. was. It, it it improved. But I would say he was the like back half. And then, and then you have a much like, much like Mahomes, you had a, you had a Hall of Fame yeah, tight end. Front, right. Like, like yeah, that's where I'm at. If Kelsey's out there, I'm cool with the rest. I'm cool with the rest because the greats it for for the greats it doesn't matter. You know who was it? Who you're talking to? I don't know if it, I, I think it was Tyler Folgen who made the point like. Uh, Matt Stafford lost Higby and Odell Beckham in the Super Bowl last year, and all it took was just completing the pass to Cooper Cup. He had Cup, and that's all that mattered. They won the game. So I think in this case, I, as good as the uh, as good as the the Eagles defense is, you know, I mean, they showed they can be beaten. I mean, again, not the best example back to back weeks because you had Daniel Jones and a Giants team that was happy to be there and a San Francisco team where Jason Kelsey on the podcast said we knew in the third quarter that the game was over because mm-hmm. they knew they realized that Brock Purdy was Can't just never going to throw. Um, you know, I, they're, they're going to have some some pressure put on them. And I thought that, that McCaffrey run, too, kind of shows you, like, they're not great. They're not a great tackling unit. So I can, what, We didn't talk about that. That was an unbelievable run. It was crazy. It was a crazy run. It was like a, this he is. He shook somebody, ran over somebody. I counted six missed tackles. Because I was like, I couldn't believe the dude was still going, man. Yeah, it was a, it was one of the, it was an all time moment. It really was. Um, you know, when they make a montage, that'll be buried. But yeah, when they talk about him, well, I'm just saying for the right white running back, that's probably going to be the first play we roll with. I just don't think anybody's pushing for the montage of white running backs except you. So it's just that movement's never going to get off the ground. Well, I'll tell you why. Toby Gerhardt really let us down. Minnesota. Was he in Minnesota? Maybe for a year. I think he bounced around. Yeah. Well, he went to Stanford. Where did he start, though? Didn't he start in Jacksonville or something? I don't know. random. You got me, though. Now you got me wanting to look. Um, You know who else let us down? It's weird that you picked him out. Well, who else am I going to pick out? Well, He he started with Minnesota, then he went to Jacksonville. I knew him in Minnesota. Okay, so there you go. I know my my NFC North foes and who they picked. There's one other modern, modern one. Peyton Hillis. Yep. 
was on the cover of uh he was of Madden. Yeah, so it'll both. It, it was a be, short run for it him. It was, and he had a health scare recently. Like he was like saved a drowning child, and uh, there was some thought he might not make it, but it sounds like he was able to uh, come back, come back too, and he's going to make it thankfully. Um, but it'll just be it'll just be highlights of Christian. Uh, that's right. Sorry, John. No white running back is going to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, uh, that's unfortunately true. Um, now, in terms of, are, are you with me on, are you with me on the receiver concern, or do you think that it? I'm I'm not giving enough credence to that impacting Mahomes. Well, he's still got Exxon Valdez. You just leave that's him. True. You just leave him out of everything. He went over a hundred yards in he, that game. He actually played well. He played played well for Patrick. Yes. Uh, in that one, including that touchdown, he caught it with you know back to the gold and everything else on a throw that just got past the defender. So as long as they got old Valdez, Spill, and Kelsey, I think they'll be just fine, John. Not too worried about Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And 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 surely if you get one or two of those guys that can go, you know, if you're not out 100, percent he'll be fine. He's got his big target right going down the seam. Yeah, and I think there's a chance that Jalen Hurts is a little bit more injured than we're hearing about because he already had the shoulder. We know that. Yeah, you can thank us for that. And he got hit in the back as he was going down last week. I mean, has Jalen Hurts, I don't remember what he did against the Giants. I'm going to look it up um, the second go around in the playoffs. I feel like he hasn't really been tasked with right. doing much yet. And that's about to change. He was 16 of 24, 154 yards, two touchdowns. He hasn't had to do much of anything in terms of the passing game. Kenneth Gainwell, man. I know. A revelation. Yeah. Again, we had expected a big season from him. It's sort of been disappointing the regular season, right? Somebody now, now he's put, come uh, back, really. Somebody put like $300 on him being Super Bowl MVP at like insane odds, and I actually think that's a good bet. Because, I mean, they just they just funnel through their running back. So if Kenneth Gainwell happens to get three goal line touchdowns, he's the you know MVP. they're still going to give it to Jalen Hurts, just he, like mean, they did on Mahomes and yeah, his MVP. No, you're probably right. He'll, you're, you're probably right. But what if Kenneth Gainwell breaks one from the 10? Well, if he does that and and Hurts doesn't have any touchdowns and it's a hundred yards passing and well, so fifty yards rushing, then we, you got to give it to him. We talked about this off the air this week. Like when it comes to when you're going to bet on these things, I came in here one Monday, the Monday after the Chiefs won the Super Bowl in 2020, and I thought Damian Williams won the MVP. That's right. He had not. It was Mahomes. But Williams should have. think he had a have. rushing and a receiving yes. touchdown that game. Williams should have won. And over 100 yards rushing. I yes. Think. He should have won, Remember but that. he did not. Yeah, you like, said MVP, Damien Williams. The, the, said, huh? These voters are so inclined to give it to the winning That's quarterback no matter what. And Mahomes had two picks in that game. You know? He did not play well. He played well enough to win, but he, he wasn't. When I think, okay, who's the most valuable player? The, the, they, they cannot win without this guy. They cannot win without this production. And that's Damian Williams. So that's the thing. It's like you're probably just better off betting on the QB no matter what. I mean, 100%. It, it, unfortunately, just pick the winning quarterback. And, and those odds are way lower. I mean, you're going to get 125, 130 as opposed to, <clears throat> I think in the case of Kenneth Gainwell, it's like plus 3,000, plus 4,000. You don't think that that Philadelphia defensive line is going to pressure Mahomes enough to where he's getting a little loose with that ball, looser than even last week? You don't think they're going to make him run, make him use that ankle? Because what are we talking about here? They got after it better than anybody in the league. Mm. They'll put a pressure on him. Yeah, I Theoretically, do. that he hasn't seen all season. Of course I do. They're not going to sit back no. on Patrick Mahomes. They're going to go get him. Yeah. And, you know, I know Fitzy didn't agree, but Ryan said that you know, Cincinnati didn't put enough pressure on him. Well, don't you don't have to worry about that with Philly. And a lot of times they'll get it with their front. 
just with that front four, those guys. But that that's going to be the thing is can you pressure Mahomes into making a mistake? Because sometimes when Mahomes is trying to go out there and win it like he was last week, he get a little loose with that ball. You know, it drops out of his hand, whatever else. I think that's just something. Yeah. If he if he's turning that ball over, John, and because they're getting pressure, well, that's Philly's ticket. Well, here's what Philly and does. And you can do that to Mahomes. Philly doesn't send five. They, it's the front. They just send the four. It's the front. Um, what is 70 sacks in the regular season? I yeah. think it's, it's five or, what is it, eight? Eight in the postseason? Yeah. Five or eight is one of them. Like, and they win. They win their, you know, their matchup. Yeah. Um, those four dudes, Reddick and – uh, Cox and Brandon Graham, um, they're not going to send five because Mahomes is un- unbelievable against five. He has 23 touchdowns to one pick in uh, situations where they send five. Um, he's he's still pretty damn good against four or fewer. He's 64 touchdowns to uh, 16 picks. But look, man, I just I think Mahomes is the greatest quarterback playing right now, and that's why I'm betting on him. Well, you don't beat him unless you're getting pressure from the front four. Yeah, like I like to me, the only way the Eagles win this game is if Mahomes gets hurt again. Like if he like truly, you know, reaggravates the ankle, and which could happen, by the way. Like there's a there were you watching that Bengals game, you thought it happened again. They're late. He came up gimpy. Um, yeah, I I just I think that's the path. Is like you just have to hope if you're an Eagles fan that Mahomes reaggravates that ankle injury because to me this is like this is like the new age Brady. He's going to make the play. He's going to get his team in position. 13 seconds, two, you know, 50 seconds, it doesn't matter. Like, he's going to find a way to do it. Um, the other key is that Philly should run right at Chris Jones every time. That, that, that's what you do with guys that want to get up the field, mm-hmm. uh, disrupt as much as he does. And, you know, last week, I mean, he wins the game for you, essentially, because Burrow could have taken it over at that point. Philly's got the run game to do it. I don't the more the, – the more I talk about this, the more I'm leaning away from Patty. Don't do it, bro. Listen to your gut. Listen to your gut. You were right the first time. They're going to run right at Chris Jones. They are going to run at him. And it's going to wear him down. Maybe. So is he still closing in the fourth quarter like he was against Cincy? I feel like – Who the, had no run game in that game? There's another thing to consider with the Eagles too, man, and that's how easy their schedule is outside of that division. And really their path to – Super Bowl, how damn ridiculously easy it was. This feels like when Houston got to the Final Four, when they were beating a bunch of, you know, 10 seeds and 11 seeds. Like, yeah, you played the 49ers last week, and and, in full credit, you handled them. But they couldn't even throw in the second half. I mean, there's no way you could have lost that game. Mm -hmm. The Giants were a joke. They were never supposed to be in the situation in the first place, and you handled them. So what have you truly shown? What have you truly shown? Um, meanwhile, the Chiefs beat uh, an upstart um, Jaguars team, you know, and, ha- and really had handled them. And 98-yard drive by Chad hitting the backup quarterback on them. Um, they just beat the Bengals, hottest team in football, hottest quarterback in football. Joe Burr beat them, you know, with him on a bum ankle. Like, the Chiefs, to me, have proven a lot more than Philly. Plus, they have – the experience of oh, I, I, you don't the need to Super tell me Bowl. that part. I've been spitting that out. You all won week. it. You've been there. You know. So I think that's something to consider. I mean, if you just think the Eagles are going to smother them, if you think that, if you think Sirianna's just going to outgame plan and out most complete team in football, that's absolutely right. It's absolutely right. But I was talking. I was. I was talking to somebody about this. Mahomes actually has a great offensive line. Like 
like the the opinions of his offensive line in football circles, and we'll talk to Mike Wall about this, you know, on Monday, are are really high. Like, and 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 this person's thought was Mahomes needs a great group of linemen more than he needs a great group of receivers. He'll make do with the receivers like sure. he did last week. Yeah, about that. You know, it, but he can't make do with a bad offensive line. We saw that against Tampa in the Super Bowl two years ago, thirty-one to nine. So. I don't know. I just I, I find myself in these situations. Like, why would you want to bet on the worst quarterback? Why would you want to do that? I mean, I know there's other phases to the game, but in the biggest one of all, I got to go with the better quarterback. And honestly, the best, the best in the game, the best quarterback in the NFL, mm-hmm. which at this point is undeniable. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to Joe Burrow over Josh Allen. I think that's probably true. I think that's probably uh, – I think it's close, but I think Josh Allen's turnover tendencies. Dude, Joe, Joe's like five and two in the playoffs. Yeah, Josh Allen still has a lot to I think of of growing up to do in that in that area, um, <clears throat> but I think Mahomes has the title for now, and uh, I think he's going to cement that. I think he's going to cement it uh, in the Super Bowl. It doesn't sound like you're budging this time. With Marcus like. Kemp, by the way, Marcus Kemp, Super Bowl MVP. Hopefully, throw, he ain't starting. Throw five on it, man. Throw five. If he is, give me a feeling. Yeah, <laughs> Marcus Kemp. Yeah, man, that's disrespectful to Marcus Kemp. Don't act like you can't score points on KC. Oh, you, you hundred percent can. You hundred percent. It's easier to do if you can run the ball. Yes, yes. Cincinnati abandoned that. Um, they did. They did. That's true. Uh, anyway, we'll come back. Uh, Jeff Cox is going to join us at one twenty-five. Talk to him about the Grizzlies, their moves, and more. Jason and John. Are- Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Channel FM, ESPN. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Memphis belong, of course, to the wing guru. Y'all know that. The word is here to remind. Talk to Top G, as CJ calls him, earlier this week. Said prices are going to stay the same. $9.99 for 10-piece party wings. So you can now get the exquisite premium flavors out there. I got the garlic sriracha. That's always my go-to. But they got a lot more Triple J sauce. Best wings in town, wing guru, go see him. Well, CJ did ask me, Dad, what do I have to do to be the top G? Said you got to pay some more dues like Billy did. See, y'all don't know, man. Billy was in the kitchen. Right? He didn't just come up with these 21 flavors somebody handed off to him. He was in the lab putting this together over the years. This has been a, a dream that took a long time to build, and you got to be ready to roll up your sleeves 
and get dirty. You're going to have 21 flavors as good as this. That's what I tell my son. That's how you can be Billy Richmond. You got to put in the work. Best wings in town. 21 flavors. You should try them all. I'll tell you Nashville hot. John, tell you garlic sriracha. Try the Triple J. They're all good. 5699 Mount Mariah, the original location. That one's near and dear to us because we helped open it up. When you see Billy Richmond, the former Tiger basketball player, you tell him that Jason and John sent you. All right, so a couple things uh, in college hoops last night. Uh, one of the things that we saw, one result, Tennessee going down on the road at Florida. Just gave my respect, Burger. What do they do? They burn me. Respect. Way to go, Vols. Number two team in America goes down to uh, goes down to Florida, unranked Florida on the road. By double digits, no less. I mean, look, you want me to come in here and, and, uh, and say. It's like a little shine off the Vols, does it not? I know it's a road game. Still, you shouldn't be losing to Florida, are you, if you're a yeah, title contender? I mean, it looked th- bad. That's not a good Florida What team. if it was 64 to 67? Would you feel differently about it? Yes. Right. It's because of the 54. The fact they scored 54 points. <clears throat> lost by 13 to Florida. Yeah, no, look, it is a— 13 and 9. I mean, that is the fundamental flaw of the Vols. Offensively, that, the lulls, right? We've said it. I saw it. Did you see the Rick Barnes tweet, bro? No. He said something about his team. Nah, man. Some I don't. I, I want to give him the credit. I don't know who it was. Rick Barnes. Someone tweeted about him. But somebody said Rick Barnes is the flu of college basketball. The flu. Yeah. That's not fair. Comes on in November. Really <laughs> oh. strong in December. Oh yeah. Peaks in January. Gone by March. Wow. <laughs> I mean, is it wrong? Historically, it ain't wrong. I'm, 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 it's the first thing, tweet that comes up when I searched his name because it's taken off so much. Rick Barnes flew? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Someone said most apt description I've ever heard of a sports coach. Damn. Gone that by March. That's, That's a tough one. That's a tough That's a. Wait, you know, that's a tough label to shake once it gets stuck to you, man. The flu of college basketball coaching. And it kind of is true. Like, he always has strong regular seasons, and then he just never really follows it up with tournament success. Well, here in Memphis, we'd like to see him slick lose another one, a second straight game to, to Auburn, would yes. not? Yes. They got, a, they got Auburn at home on Saturday. Then some easy ones, you know, Vandy's coming up before you go back into it, the Alabama, Kentucky, and those guys. But, yeah, that, that was a disappointing loss. You see, you, you could tell how much it meant to that Florida team, the way they were hugging the coaches, everything else, patting each other on the butt. And they, that was their, uh, you know, you could tell it meant a ton to them. But definitely, I mean that's that that's a loss. If you're if you are a true contender, you know that that's that's one you can't afford to have, especially scoring 54 points. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> look, I, look, it's come it's, on down. None, none of these none of these games are going to be uh, you know on home venues, so it, you have to kind of take it all with a grain of salt in 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 some way. Um, the loss itself, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to cry for Tennessee. However, if you want to Well, tell Tennessee's me, trying to be a one, though. Yeah, no, I mean, structurally, you can't be a one scoring 54 points. I just don't I don't think that's happening. <clears throat> maybe the last one, maybe. Depends on, um, you know, it depends on how you finish. Um, I will say I don't want to see Tennessee in, in, in a second-round matchup if I'm, the, if I'm Memphis, for example. I mean, that's like if they end up in that 7-10 spot mm-hmm. and they have Tennessee in the same region – I don't want to see that team because they do what you do and they probably do it a little bit better. So, I mean, they do do it better. So, I, I, that, that, that's that's one where uh, I'd rather see like an Alabama or something like that, as I've explained before. Um, 
kind of had Tennessee slotted there as a one seed. But maybe with this slide, they'll end up being a two. Let me ask you a question about another SEC team. And they haven't lived up to my expectations when he got the gig. But are we going to have to make a move on Kermit? Not even a question. Not even a question. They are now, they're one and eight in SEC play. Um, I know Morrell's had some injury issues, but nine and 13 now overall, 105 at Ken Palm. Mm-hmm. You know, you're hoping it's a team you've, you, you've got series with Memphis. You're hoping at some point this is going to become a tournament program, mm-hmm. the one that's advancing at least regularly. It's just not doing it, bro. No, they're, and they're losing, they're losing big. I mean, they're losing these games by 9, 10, 11, 12. Like they're lo- I mean, they're losing convincingly. And i got to hold my hand up because I said Kermit Davis Ole Miss is going to be great. Mm-hmm. Well, I think everybody kind of had that thought coming from MTSU. Like, he's a veteran coach. What are you done with Nick? Mm-hmm. But it's, I think it just kind of shows how tough that job is at Ole Miss basketball. You don't have any, in, you know, built-in advantages. You don't have any talent locally. And the SEC is tougher. The SEC is tougher. Yep. I mean, when you're at – and I think this is sort of a cautionary tale to any coach in that situation. Yeah, you take it, you take it because it's SEC paycheck, but you don't take it because you think you're going to just go there and kill it. I mean, you have to be honest about it because because I can if I'm the MTSU coach, right? They're in Conference USA. I can I can go search the you know transfer portal, or I can go to JUCO, and I can bring a kind of kid in here. That's gritty. That's like you know tough, and that might actually help me get to the top of Commerce USA. Might not be as talented, but might outwork some of the other you know types in CUSA. And I think that's a lot of what Kermit did there. That that same formula is not going to work in the SEC. It's just not. I mean, it's a that's a talent league. That's where you know top ten kids go. Yeah. Um, and so I think when your formula stays the same, but you jump up. That's interesting. You know, a huge degree. I think that's where you uh, that's where you kind of. So they made Turney his first year, heaven since five yeah. years. They, they just haven't adjusted. He has And adjusted. he was going, you know, two out of the last three years at MTSU, he was mm-hmm. there. Three out of his last six, he went to the tournament. He's mm-hmm. gone more there. To your point to me, about it being it's the, dif- a different job and a different challenge. It's the same thing when Tubby came to Memphis from Texas Tech. Like the 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 kind of kid you could get to Texas Tech and be successful with is not going to be the same at a place like Memphis. You know, like you just have to sort of adjust and adapt. Based on your surroundings, based on your league, um, you kind of have to keep up with the Joneses in the SEC. It's tough to do at Ole Miss, man. Here's an interesting question: If you were Ole Miss and you do decide to move on from Kermit, who would you go get? Who would you target? Is there not? There's doesn't seem like there's man, an obvious answer looking at your way, face. <laughs> now we're not doing that again. We're not. We don't. We're not doing that again. How <laughs> target? Don't do that. We not. No. Don't do that. No. I'm trying to think, like who 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 could even? Is there like a is there like an Ole Miss alum out there? What's Rod Barnes doing? Not, yeah, we ain't bringing Rod Barnes back. I mean, I don't know, man. It's, it's the coach at North Texas is somebody that was rumored because Ren hired a good one there. Now he's just kind of cast. Yeah, he he's a D, he got him in the tournament. I think he got him to the 16 yeah. a couple years ago. And it's time for him to get out, right? Yep, I I get it. They're eighteen and five this year. I get it. I, I'd probably get him, but it won't work at Ole Miss. Is he too rah rahy? No, it's not. It's the opposite. Oh, he's just chill. No, like look at his look at his. Look I, I got to go study him some more. He, I think that team scores sixty points a game. Oh, they're walking it up. Oh yeah, it's yeah. rock fight basketball. Yeah. 
Like and and, and oh yeah, they're last. They're almost last in Division One and, and adjusted tempo. That yeah. is a big conversation. ESPN wrote a column about this today because TCU Demi Dixon wants them to do the twenty four second shot clock because it it really it's advantageous when you have stud athletes like TCU's got. Absolutely. Um, I mean, and, I think yeah. I think the college basketball needs to go to four quarters, and, yes, I, think, and, I, and I think they I need agree. to do 24 seconds shot clock. There's no question. I mean, what are we oh, doing? They are, they what are is the this? slowest team in college basketball. Yeah, they're walking it up. Yeah, that won't work in the SEC. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's the same thing with Kermit. I mean, it's like, yeah. and Kermit wasn't playing this way at MTSU. But no. It's like, okay, you like you can win in a lower league with a gimmick. Yep. You know? Yeah. Oh, you, you okay, can. we're going we're gonna to suck the life out of this possession. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 